and welcome to NSTA, The Bus Stop. This is the official podcast of the National School Transportation Association. I am Kurt Mackison, Executive Director, and joining us today is Sandy Steelhammer. She's the NSTA Grant Administrator. So Sandy, welcome to NSTA, The Bus Stop. Thanks for having me. So we're so glad you've been on the program a couple times to talk about our favorite subject, the Diesel Emissions Reduction Act, DERA otherwise known as DERA, and the NSTA members-only grant program. But we're going to start out with the, the DERA program, just for in case you know listeners are unaware of the program. Can you give us a thumbnail sketch of, of what DERA is all about? So under the Diesel Emission Reduction Act, the government gives funding for projects throughout the country to reduce emissions from, you know, vehicles and tugboats and railroads and all kinds of things, you know, to to just help our carbon footprint and reduce emissions. The act itself provides the avenue for the government to send funding, and they reserve some funding for national competitive grants, national rebates, stuff like that. And then they also distribute a lot of the funds out to each and every state for the state to then run their own emission program you know, reduction programs, depending on what that state particularly is looking to advance. So in terms of the NSTA members only DERA grant program, how do we fit in? So what our member only rebate program stems from, if you want to follow the breadcrumbs, the federal, the EPA at a federal level runs a competitive grant program and only certain entities are eligible for that grant program. NSTA is one of them. So every year, NSTA apply, applies for those competitive grant funds. The project that we submitted in 2020 was for NSTA to have a school bus member-only rebate program. This way, we would, if we were awarded, we would get those funds and we would distribute it to NSTA members in whatever region got accepted and awarded for members to then replace older buses with cleaner, newer buses. You know, the eligibility in the project we developed was realistically just that. You have to be a member. You have older buses that you run on a daily basis that you want to replace with newer, cleaner buses. When you do that, we can give you a rebate for that. The 2020 program applied for and was awarded the project to fund at a level of 25% of the cost of the new bus up to $25,000. So for every vehicle that a contractor applied for, you know, if awarded, and it's all awarded based on the area and the priority level of emissions, if it's in a relatively clean area, then that application wouldn't necessarily score as high as one, say, in one of the dirtiest areas in that, in that state. But then if it's awarded, then, you know, you buy your new bus, you send in the paperwork, and we can issue you a rebate for 25% up to $25,000 of the cost of the bus. So if I'm replacing a bus, say this is a a diesel-powered bus, what years are we looking to turn over to to a newer fleet? So for the 2020 program, we can replace with a 2018 or newer engine, provided it is EPA emission certified. Obviously, in years past, the years kind of, you know, follow suit. In 2019, when we applied, 
it would have been a 2017 or newer bus. In 2021, we applied and we set a 2019 or newer bus. So the eligible buses that we want to get out the door are 2009 or older. And, you know, we just want to replace them with something 2018 and newer. And that's for the program that we actually have available right now. And, you know, in that program, let's talk a little bit about the power sources. So if I have a, you know, 2009 diesel bus, what are my options in terms of replacing that bus and its its power source? So you can replace with, for this program, you can replace with diesel. You can replace with gas. If you wanted to, you could replace with electric. However, you know, the rate of return on that, I'm not sure would be, you know, optimal for a replacement if it's only 25%. So we made changes for the programs going forward. But realistically, any alternative fuel or even diesel just provided the, the caveat is that the engine itself is EPA emission certified. So it can be any fuel that works with the members' organizations. Right. So so the DERA program, at least our DERA program, is power source agnostic, if you will. Yes. And we designed that specifically for that reason, because we know in different areas, different power sources are are viable. Say, for example, if you're looking in the colder temperatures, you know, propane, you know, heats up faster. So maybe they want to go down that route, you know, in, you know, a in a city where the miles traveled are short and you're not worried about say a battery charge of an electric vehicle, you know, then you can, you can do that. But that doesn't necessarily make sense for a contractor who every morning their route is a hundred miles out and a hundred miles back, you know, if the, if the battery life does not provide for that. So, you know, we tried to stay as neutral as possible and then going forward, you know, we're, we're going to make modifications to the program to see if we can incorporate more, you know, more levels of funding depending on fuel. And then you have the ability to really pick and choose which way you want to go. And then there's been a lot of discussion about uh, electric vehicles or zero emission vehicles, ZEVs, we've been calling them internally. And you, you did briefly mention the rate of return on a DERA grant. Why don't we explore that a little bit? you know, for folks understanding that, you know, the the rebate is only going to be a certain amount and those buses are typically three and a half times more expensive than your average uh, diesel bus. Right, right. So the way the national grant, competitive grant works, which is how the NSTA member-only rebate program gets funded, we still have to abide by the national grants, you know, parameters. With that comes the funding limitations. So if it is an EPA certified engine, just period, end of story, that's all, that's the only certification that comes with it, then it's a 25% um, rebate. Now, in that's the way we designed it just because of the feedback we received back when we did the 2020 program. Now, moving forward, obviously, there's a stronger movement towards alternative fuels and even cleaner engines, including EVs. So moving forward, we're exploring the options of CARB-certified engines, you know, CARB-certified low NOx engines, and that at the competitive grant level would provide a 35% cost of the bus up to a certain amount of a rebate. If it's EV, it'll go up to 45%. 
But again, that's in future years if we, you know, when we apply, if we actually get awarded the, the program to continue under those parameters, you know, that kind of communication will come out once we know what the EPA actually approves and accepts and awards. So realistically, for the program we have available on hand, it is the 25% we just wanted. And, and realistically, it was just based on the contractor feedback that they were just looking to get into the newer buses, not necessarily looking at the power source as the over the overarching driving force. It was just getting the newer and somewhat cleaner buses. So we're looking at that 25% for this program right now. Right. So we're still in the 2020 you know, grant cycle here. I'm an NSTA contractor. I want to participate in the program. Can you briefly, you know, walk us through, you know, what's going on and, and where contractors are eligible for the 2020 grant program? Sure. So we are already underway in the rebate program. Um, it was, I want to say back in November, we launched round one of the rebates. Since not all funding was claimed in round one, we're going to be opening up a round two anytime now. So keep your eyes and ears out for announcements on that. The awarded grant program, you know, the funding that we're getting from the Zero program is eligible in the EPA Region 5, which includes Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio, and Wisconsin. So if you're a contractor in any one of those states, there is funding available for the NSTA member-only rebate. Again, round two of rebates is going to be opening any day now, so keep your eyes and ears open. And you just want to make sure that you're tied into the NSTA website, which once the program, once round two launches, all of the guidelines and, you know, program steps and requirements and applications will be on the website there. And then, of course, you know, with any questions about it, we can definitely help out and, and answer what we can. Again, you know, it's going to be an application process, just, you know, two pages. One is demographic information. Page two is the vehicle information that you're looking to replace and replace with what. So provided all of that is eligible and you are in a highly prioritized area to reduce emissions, then there's a significant chance you'll, you know, be awarded a rebate. Great. And, you know, like uh, Sandy said, the grant program is going to be opening or launching over the next couple weeks. Sandy, if folks have questions in the meantime, because you've been on this podcast, it spurred some questions in their mind. How can they get in touch with you? So they can contact the NSTA just through their regular number, or they can reach me at RC Kelly. The number here is 215-896-3846. I'm at extension 104. My email address is also a good way to reach me, and that is Sandy, S-A-N-D-I, at rckelly.com. That's great. And like Sandy said, if anyone has any questions about your NSTA membership or the DEER program, you can also contact us at info at yellowbuses.org. So I want to thank Sandy Steelhammer, Grant Administrator for NSTA, for hopping on NSTA, the bus stop. Sandy, thanks so much for the great information on the DEER program and look forward to that application process coming out soon. Sounds good. Looking forward to working with everybody again.